Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hey yo, this is the race rewind that I completely forgot to do uh, the rest of this week. Apologies on that one. Um, race rewind for this weekend's Italian Grand Prix going back to 2020, the COVID season for that edition of the, the Italian Grand Prix. Words are not really my strong suit. Go over the drivers on the grid, what was going on coming into the race, then go over the race itself, and then last but not least, obviously, the race results. If you know this race, you already know it's something, uh, the results were pretty special from this event, but we'll go through how we got to them. Drivers on the grid for this one, the iconic Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas duo at Mercedes, Max Verstappen and Alex Albon for Red Bull, Charles Leclerc and Sebastian Vettel for Ferrari, Carlos Sainz and Lando Norris for McLaren, Daniel Ricciardo and Esteban Alcon were in the Renault-powered cars. Sergio Perez and Lance Stroll for Racing Point. Pierre, well, Pierre, Pierre Gasly and Danny Kofia in the Alpha Tauris. Kimi Raikkonen and Antonio Giovinazzi for Alfa Romeo. Kevin Magnussen and Romain Grosjean for Haas. And George Russell and Nicholas Latifi for Williams. Coming into the race, this was the 8th race of a 17-race season, the shortened COVID season of the Formula 1 World Championship calendar. Mercedes entered the weekend in dominant standing in both title chases. This edition of the Silver Arrows is considered to be one of the best F1 cars of all time, with talk of that dying down with the dominance of this season's RB19 that Red Bull have pulled out. Uh, Lewis Hamilton took pole ahead of teammate Valtteri Bottas. A Mercedes front row lockout was followed by Carlos Sainz and Sergio Perez on the second row. Max Verstappen and Lando Norris took up row three with Daniel Ricciardo and Lance Stroll behind them. And Alex Albon and Pierre Gasly rounding out the top ten places for lights out. Then we go to the actual Grand Prix. It was lights out and away we went and Lewis Hamilton got away well with Carlos Sainz and Valtteri Bottas in hot pursuit behind him. Carlos Sainz overtaking Baltas for P2. Alex Albon further down the order missed the first chicane. You'll find out more out about that later. Um, Lando Norris squeezed past Valtteri Bottas for P3 after Curva Grande before Daniel Ricciardo gets past the Mercedes at the Ascari chicane later on in the lap. Baltas fell from P2 to P6 after Sergio Perez got by as well. Baltas comes on the radio at the end of the lap and says he has to have a puncture or something for the way that the car is handling and the lack of speed, but he continues on anyways after the engineers tell him that nothing seems to be wrong. Verstappen goes for a move around the outside of turn one on Lance Stroll, similar to the move that resulted in Max ramping over Lewis Hamilton's car in the 2021 race. Lance is a lot more compliant though, and understandably so, seeing as there was not, you know, a world title on the line. Um, but the two don't end up colliding in this instance and continue on, even with Max hopping over the inside curbs at turn two. Baltas's engineer tells him, again, that they'll adjust the strategy, that they're going to run long in an attempt to correct the opening lap loss over the course of the race. Hamilton out front is already 2.5 seconds clear of science, and Norris is holding down a McLaren 2-3 behind the Mercedes out front. Sebastian Vettel is already running P17 and gets told by his team that there's something wrong with the electronics on the left side of the car. And then on the next lap going down into turn one, the brakes fail on his Ferrari and Vettel goes straight through the runoff road and destroys the little, um, you know at Monza where the chicane is, that if you run straight through, you have to go through the chicane of styrofoam signs as your penalty for not making the corner. Yeah, he blasts straight through all of those. 
we get a replay after the fact of the brakes being on fire with Vettel's car the lap prior. And what ended up happening was the brake lines actually got so hot that they ended up exploding, forcing reti- forcing retirement for Vettel's Ferrari from the team's home race. He ended up coasting into the pit lane to keep from hitting anyone and not being able to stop if the brakes were to completely go out on him. Um, Back on track, though, Alex Albon receives a five-second time penalty for not leaving a car's width to the edge of the track on what was originally told as the opening lap of the race. I didn't get this one when it was said live. Um, Like I said, originally was described as the lap one incident with Pierre Gasly, where he missed the chicane at turn one on lap one because Gasly was the meat in a three-wide sandwich and Albon was on the outside. Um, There was no more room. Because there's, you know, only room enough for two cars to go through turn one at Monza. And Albon ended up hopping over Gasly's front tires and skipping the chicane. And originally we were told this was that the penalty was for. Later it gets corrected with a um, an incident happening later on in the race that involved Romain Grosjean. Where Albon moved towards the edge of the track and ended up forcing Grosjean onto the grass. And losing a barge board from the front of his Red Bull. Albon basically, the entire time down the straight, um, instead of like weaving straight over to the preferred racing line, just slowly like drifted over, drifted over, drifted over, and all of a sudden Grosjean had no more room. At the end of this hectic first 10 laps of the race, the points runners are Lewis Hamilton with a six-second advantage over Carlos Sainz, followed by Lando Norris, Sergio Perez, Daniel Ricciardo, Valtteri Bottas, Max Verstappen, Lance Stroll, Esteban Alcon, and Pierre Gasly rounding out the top 10. Many cars at the front of the pack are in a DRS train, which isn't a terrible thing besides the fact that most of them are starting to overheat their engines and brakes and tires. Because of the rising temperatures, most cars are having to duck out of line and find clean air to keep the engines and brakes from overheating to the point of failure. Ted Kravitz from the pit lane points out that Albon has so much damage from his incident with Grosjean that it looks like a shark took a bite out of the floor of the car. Obviously, the floor in this evolution of car doesn't have as much effect as it does in the ground effect cars of 2023, but still a huge aero deficiency when parts and pieces of a car are missing and it's designed to go through the parts that are no longer there. Valtteri Bottas is told to move off the line to move off the racing line, that is, to cool the engine, but the result of him not using the strips slipstream from Daniel Ricciardo means that Bottas no longer has DRS, but Max Verstappen on his gearbox does. Um, Alex Albon, further down the grid, overtakes Charles Leclerc through Curva Grande, which says a lot that the Red Bull has severe floor damage and the Ferrari can't even defend the position, as Antonio Giovinazzi in the Alfa Romeo is now catching up as well, as Leclerc is the third driver in the field to pit on lap 18. Latifi, Magnussen, and Leclerc are now on hards to try to go to the end of the race, not on the preferred medium tires, but still having plenty of degradation in hand to avoid having to come in for a second pit stop. Kevin Magnuson pulls off to the side of the track on the main straight on lap 20, coming on the radio to say that something broke and he cannot continue. He does pull off by an escape road, so there shouldn't be a full safety car as the Haas just needs to be pushed back behind the wall. As I typed that, the full safety car got deployed instead of even just a VSC. Um, Lewis Hamilton sees the opportunity to take a cheap pit stop and pulls into the pit lane while the rest of the field stays out, which we later see is because that the pit lane entry was closed, but we didn't know when it got closed at the moment that it happened. 
Then we find out that the pit lane was closed when the safety car was deployed, and even after Hamilton came in, Antonio Giovinazzi came in after him as well. Um, Hamilton and the Alpha were just waiting for a matter of time before receiving a penalty. Uh, lap 22, pit lane entry is cleared, and literally everyone not named Hamilton, Stroll, or Giovinazzi comes into the pit lane um, to get some you know, fresh tires, hopefully either uh, help the strategy or make it to the end of the race. And before all the cars even get out of their pit boxes, we find out that the safety car is coming in at the end of the lap. Um, the points runners that stack up after the cycles or the pit stops cycle through. Wow. Um, Hamilton, who still is awaiting his penalty, Lance Strolls in second is the only car left to actually make any pit stop. Pierre Gasly, Antonio Giovinazzi, Kimi Raikkonen, Charles Leclerc, Nicholas Latifi, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, and Valtteri Bottas are the top 10. Hamilton bolts before the final turn at Parabolica, having a full second lead before even getting to turn one. Charles Leclerc down the order picks off both Alfa Romeos on the restart and catapults himself up the order to P4. But then on lap 25, Charles Leclerc goes straight off at Parabolica and makes heavy contact with the tire barrier, forcing a safety car and ending the day with a double DNF for Ferrari in their home race. He lost control of the car mid-corner and wasn't able to catch it before hitting the gravel and subsequently jumping and skipping his way across the rocks into the wall. Um, after the safety car comes out, we get the notification that Antonio Giovinazzi has a 10-second stop-go penalty for pitting with the pit lane closed. Uh, we still wait for Hamilton's penalty to be announced as the race is then red-flagged to clean up the tire barriers after Charles Leclerc's crash. And under that red-flag period... Uh, Excuse me. Lewis Hamilton received a 10-second stop-go penalty as well, same as Antonio Giovinazzi, which commentary then calculates out to be about a 30-second time loss when at actual racing speed. Hamilton, before they go back out, asks how long he has to wait to serve his penalty. His race engineer, Bono, tells him that it must be done within the first three racing laps, so they're going to do it on the second lap after the standing start is complete. Lap 28 on the scoreboard, we have lights out again. We get rolling for the second time today, and it's Lewis Hamilton again getting away well as Gasly moves up into second behind the Mercedes with Raikkonen and Stroll on their tails. Stroll locks up going into the second chicane and misses the corners, taking to the escape road and losing a position to Carlos Sainz before taking it back at the Ascari chicane. Hamilton... Excuse me. Hamilton has already gotten a two-second gap out front and comes in for his stop-go penalty immediately, leaving Pierre Gasly to lead from Kimi Raikkonen and Antonio Giovinazzi as Hamilton comes back out 19 seconds off the back of the pack. Lap 31, Giovinazzi comes in to serve his stop-go penalty as Max Verstappen boxes to retire the car from the race. Both things happened at the same time, so I couldn't really separate that out. Uh, Giovinazzi comes back to the track six and a half seconds behind Hamilton on... Um, on what do we want to call it merit right um so yeah in just the one lap hamilton made up he was probably about two and a half seconds ahead of giovinazzi before he pitted and then the next lap he's six and a half seconds clear of the alfa romeo max verstappen we find out had an issue show up on the pit wall telemetry and the team decided to retire the car before there was a mechanical fa failure or terminal damage later on in the race Lap 34, Carlos Sainz goes past Kimi Raikkonen for P2, coming just after the team told him that he could be patient with Raikkonen since his tires would go off before the end, with Raikkonen on softs and Sainz on hards. But Sainz basically says, why would I not want to go after Gasly in the lead when I have a chance to get my first race win? At this point, he hadn't won at Silverstone yet, obviously, because that was 2022. 
Lance Stroll pulls off the same move into turn one, going past Kimi Raikkonen as well for P3 now. Um, further down the grid, Hamilton is going one and a half to two and a half seconds lap per per lap faster um, than the leaders, and now is just a lap away from striking distance of the back of the field. Then we go to lap 40. Alex Albon hops the curbs at turn one, leaving him vulnerable to the overtake from Hamilton and finds himself looking at the diffuser of the Mercedes by the Lesmo corners. Hamilton doesn't have the pace to just rocket past everyone on the straights and continuously is having to find cooler air outside of the slipstream to keep the car from overheating. Two laps into his crusade through the pack, Hamilton has gone from P15 to P12, now having to make up a three-second gap to the rest of the grid before he can end up going for overtakes to make up more positions. Ten laps remaining in the race. The points runners at this point, we have Pierre Gasly, Carlos Sainz, and Lance Stroll holding the podium places. Uh, Lando Norris, Valtteri Bottas, Daniel Ricciardo, Esteban Alcon, Kimi Raikkonen, Danny Kafia, and uh, Sergio Perez rounding out the top 10 with Lewis Hamilton now on the back of the field in P12. Hamilton gets past Nicholas Latifi at the exit of Curva Grande, straight onto the back of Sergio Perez with nothing happening around the rest of the field besides watching the points leader at the time carve his way through the field. The gap out front with Gasly and Sainz is sitting around two seconds consistently. Um, Hamilton passes Raikkonen for P10 before the Ascari chicane after the Alfa Romeo had a moment further up the road, almost lost the car completely. Hamilton back into the points now and is on the tail of Sergio Perez still. Out front, Carlos Sainz continues to get tantalizingly close to DRS range of Pierre Gasly before the Alfa Tauri will find a small little bout of speed and keep Sainz just over 1.2 seconds behind. On lap 49, Lewis Hamilton flies past Sergio Perez, Perez before the DRS zone on the main street and takes chase after Danny Kafia in P8. Hamilton gets past the Alfa Tauri on lap 51 at Curva Grande to move into P8, now chasing Esteban Alcon for P7 with a 1.6 second gap to make up to overtake the Renault. The final lap of the race and Carlos Sainz finally gets DRS to attack Pierre Gasly for the race victory, cutting the gap down to just four tenths of a second into turn one, but he gets a terrible run out of the opening chicane and leaves him losing all of the ground that he had just made up down the main straight. Gasly weaves to break the slipstream down the back straight to keep the lead, and the only position changing on the final lap was Lewis Hamilton overtaking Esteban Alcon for P7 in the final classifications. Um, the result... Pierre Gasly won the 2020 Italian Grand Prix. Carlos Sainz and Lance Stroll filled out the podium places. This podium had a lot of records broken. The first time since 2012 in Hungary that no driver from Mercedes, Red Bull, or Ferrari were there on the podium. First time to feature three different teams outside of those three since Canada in 2012. The first race to feature a red flag since Baku in 2017. The first race not to be won by Red Bull, Mercedes, or Ferrari since Australia in 2013, and the first time since Belgium in 2020, or 2001, sorry, where a race featured more than one standing start. The rest of the point scorers, though, Lando Norris, Valtteri Bottas, Daniel Ricciardo, Lewis Hamilton ended up P7, Esteban Alcon, Danny Kafia, and Sergio Perez rounded out the top 10 places. Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Kevin Magnussen, and Sebastian Vettel were the retirees from the race. And that was all that we got from the 2020 Italian Grand Prix. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Sorry it's so late. I'm going to try to get ahead of the rest of them for the rest of the season uh, this weekend and next. So bear with me. Hopefully we won't have any more of those issues the rest of the year. But 
Um, I'll talk to you after the race on Sunday, and that's all I got. So, bye bye.